You are now listening to Feeding Off and Each in Other. Three, two, one. Welcome to Feeding Off Each Other. A weekly podcast where we feed off the talent, humor, knowledge, and awesome stories of our guests and each other. I'm Matt Dennison, and I'm joined, as always, by Jason, the man, the myth, the eyebrows, Lucas. Mm, you've used that one already. I've used it. Yeah. I told you I had nothing for this one. <laughs> and joined by Dave, the Salmon Wiggins. Uh-huh. Yeah, use that one before. <laughs> yeah, I've used that one now three times, I think. Is it okay? I'm just trying to immortalize it. Trying to immortalize it. Yeah. And we are at Crankworks, back at Crankworks, and we are here in the Ava Hotel room. We've absolutely destroyed this room. Feeding off each other. Yeah, it's uh, no longer, you can't sleep in here. <laughs> no. It looked like a normal hotel when we arrived. There was a bed, king-size bed, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, queen. Queen-size bed. Queen. And you guys disassembled it. What was it? Did you unscrew anything? No, it was all just uh, weight, just slats on top of things. And then you guys stuffed the mattress into the bathroom. Oh, you guys. And we have all our gear <laughs> in the shower. We've unplugged everything. Yeah. We, yeah, I don't know if we'll ever... And we also put our posters up on the wall here with double-sided tape. And also, there's a chance we're going to rip off paint. Oh yeah, we, we we did an impossible Shut mission. Up! We did Stop. <laughs> yeah, don't 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 let them know. No, we stole uh, chairs from the Wait, pool. Wait, is this a no bueno? Oh. Uh, we stole pools from the chair. The Ava, the people at the Ava are very busy and we had to just do what we needed to do to put this together, okay? We asked for chairs and they uh, stressed them out. They got a lot of people asking for chairs, I guess. Yeah. yeah. No one's going to see this. Yeah. Are you guys excited for Crankworks? Yes. Yeah. yeah? Sure. Yeah. 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 It's hard to it's hard to know what's gonna happen. Yeah, I feel like it's pretty predictable, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I feel, like, I feel like there's a calendar and events and. Oh God, yeah, I know, but I mean the, the it's like the other stuff, you know, like the what other stuff? It, the parties, the interactions. Oh, like the, whether it's gonna be enjoyable? Exactly. Ah, it's gonna be great. Okay. Oh, that's great. Well, let's get our guest involved here in the conversation. Yeah. Let's introduce who we have today. Wow. Very excited. Let her rip, Jay. Our guest today comes from humble beginnings growing up in the northern BC town of Prince George. Since picking up a bike at a young age and hucking off everything and anything around town, he has gone on to becoming a professional mountain biker that has appeared in multiple movies, including starring in our very own film, The Sickest Edit Ever. Ever. And also competed in huge competitions such as Red Bull Rampage six times. On top of all that, he has become an icon of mountain bike Mean culture. culture. <laughs> <laughs> Through an infamous event where he was robbed. Robbed. <laughs> robbed. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Kyle Norbratton to the pod. <laughs> Yay. We're about to take it back. <laughs> you can speak now. We're here. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. Is this your first podcast? It actually is, yeah. Oh, wow. It's all downhill Fire from here, bro. man. This is going to be the best yeah. podcast you ever do. And the worst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Maybe true. We got his P card. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the only? The, yeah, that's okay. You got to finish strong. Yeah, start strong, finish strong. What? We, ha- <laughs> we haven't seen you in so long, man. It's been like, I don't know. I feel like I haven't seen you in four or five years. Yeah, it's because I got a full-time job as an electrician. and. <laughs> Wait, so do we have to scratch professional mountain biker from the description? Yeah. Mm, 
No, I'm still still riding, still a mountain bike guy, but I just juggle both of them. I call myself a part-time mountain biker now. Okay. All right. Well, let's just redo that intro then. Starting from the top. Part-time mountain biker turned electrician. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and how have you been, man? How's life? It's great. Uh, we have a 14-month-old baby as well, so that keeps me pretty busy at okay. home. So, Two kids? One. One kid? Yeah. 14 one. months. Yeah, 14 months. Yeah, super exciting. It's a lot of fun. It's crazy. She just started walking in the last month and a half, so pretty soon we'll get some handlebars under her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's the, like, progression of getting your kid to ride? Is it the shotgun thing where you, like, the kid rides in between your hands? I feel like, I feel like it is. Um, cause, I mean, get her on that with, like, the, the kids ride shotgun, yep. getting the handlebars, then she can get stoked and be one of riding bikes and then get her on the run bike, which mm -hmm. we have. Just just have it parked in the living room for her to just get stoked on. I feel like the kids ride shotgun thing is the, it's like a reason I want to have a kid just to, just to rip around on that thing. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It'd be uh, not just my ride anymore. It's, it's our ride. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and you can make great content too. You put the kid on your lap, you go down gnarly double black trails and uh, yeah, that's good content. Yeah, totally. I feel like nowadays people like that kind of content more than actual quality mountain bike content yeah yeah <laughs> it's a weird world right now but you either need to be like eating shit big time doing something funny or have a dog or a kid with you or risking your life yeah eating shit or risking your life <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep so what are you up to the crankworks this year uh oh yeah what you said you didn't even know it was crankworks well we knew it was crankworks we were we just been trying to plan a little family trip, get off the coast, do something different. And Whistler's a nice place to go. And it just turned out that Whistler was starting up this week. So we're like, oh, let's just go up for a couple of days, hang out, check the scene, you know, hang out. This lined up because you guys, you kind of gave me a heads up. So I was like, oh, this could actually work really good. Ah. <laughs> there, is, there is a lot of incentive there. What's, what uh, what's the scene like? What's going on out there? We haven't left this hotel room. I've so. <laughs> just been working on this room. I wanted to mention that our hotel room is number 420, by the way. Yeah. And we just happen to be on the same uh, same floor, right? You're just like down the... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, the other wing. I, when you texted me that, I was like, oh, sweet. We're all in the same hallway. Ah. And then I went down the hall. I was like, oh, there's no 420 on this mm. wing. I got to go to the other one. So, yeah. What's the so scene? Fun. What's going on here, Crankworks? Uh, <clears throat> lots, of, lots of mountain bikers. Oh. Yeah, oh. yeah, Dave's nightmare. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Dave's Dave's not a mountain biker, no. so uh, what? He's the lane. <laughs> well, I mean, is he? He's a part-time mountain biker. He's been once, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Are you sure about that? It's uh, it's a thing. Yeah, <laughs> a thing going on between you guys? No, no, uh, no. It's what do you mean? Yeah, what is a thing? It's a thing. Well, it's like a, it's like a constant thing that I'm not a mountain biker. Well. Yeah, it's just this. especially when we have like mountain biking legends on the show. Yeah, and he's like, who's this? I'm like, who the fuck, Richie Schluer? <laughs> <laughs> but that's why he's on the pod. We're teaching him. Yeah. So he'll be so entrenched in the culture that when he gets on his second and third mountain bike. No. Yeah. I'm might... never riding again. Oh, no. <laughs> and my goal is to be the most famous non-mountain biker in mountain biking. Ooh. <laughs> big claim. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big, I mean, you're in the right place. I mean, what's, <laughs> what's the list? Wait, who else is competing for this title? Did we say in an earlier podcast this year that we were going to take Dave on the bike park? 
the whistle back part? Yeah. I feel like we mentioned that. It's been I mean, sad. I mean, we're, we're here. here. We're here. I feel like I we heard ha- that. <laughs> I feel like we have you no. Never listened to an episode. <laughs> I have. Have you? Yeah. Oh, okay. That one episode where we talked about taking you on the bike park, which yeah. we should yeah. follow through with. I feel like. Uh, we didn't bring. Do we have extra stuff? Rental. Yeah, just get the rentals. Rentals. Oh my god, I want to do this so badly now. Do we have time for this? <laughs> I don't know. How many podcasts are we doing? Seventeen. Dave's like, no, we don't really? have time for this at all. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, what are you looking forward to at Crankworks when you uh, come here? What is there like certain events or things that you pop pop into your mind that you can't wait to do? Well, whip off's always a fun one. I'm not going to be here for that. So, womp womp. But womp, I, I always had a lot of fun doing dirt diaries. Oh, yeah. Which I'm also not doing this year. And, uh, yeah, just pretty much just, like, riding and seeing everybody. It's kind of cool because we're all in the scene, but we're not in person in the scene all the time. So when you actually Mm -hmm. get to see people face-to-face or see riders who you're, like, watching through their whole season, racing, riding, competing, and then you see them here. And it's it's just, even for us, it's pretty cool seeing guys who are uh, super pro. And they're just walking around like normal people. Yeah, I know. It's and you weird. get to, I don't know, say hi and they recognize you and you're like, holy crap, that guy recognized me. <laughs> it's well, weird uh, walking into the Ava and there's like all these familiar faces. Yeah, they're all so familiar. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Dave walked into the building and he, uh, he had a nice conversation with Ryan, our dog Howard, in oh. the elevator. To me, he was just a guy with a broken leg. And we had a <laughs> right. good chat about broken legs. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, some nice guy had a broken leg. And Jason's like, oh, that was Ryan Howard. And I was like, oh. <laughs> he doesn't, Dave doesn't currently have a broken leg, but he had a broken leg, but he just got the screws taken out of his leg. Wow. Yeah, it was many years ago. We do, it's, we've had this story. People are bored of it, yeah. probably. He's a non mountain biker with a broken leg. <laughs> it was hockey related, so Oof. at least I get points for that. Yeah. You were just walking down the sidewalk. I was assaulted mm. in a hockey game. <laughs> oh, with a hockey stick? Uh, no, a guy cross-checked me after the final whistle when I wasn't looking, and it torqued my body. <sighs> so torqued. Tib, so totally torqued him. Tib, tib Fib, NBD. Whoa. Nasty. Barf. What's your... Well, we love injury stories. What's your worst injury? Gnarliest. Uh, man, I haven't had it too many bad ones. I had a few good crashes at Rampage where I hit my head pretty good. And that's kind of the... No broken bones? Knock on wood I've, for you. I've, I've broken bones, but they've been pretty mellow, like broken bones in my hand and my foot. But they were kind of weird crashes anyways. They're like the ones that you kind of fall over and you put your hand out weird or your foot, and then it's yeah, not super uh, dramatic or anything like that. Thank well, goodness. It was. Speaking of crashes, we wanted to take it back to maybe our first time seeing you, <laughs> learning who you are. Uh, do you have any idea what this might be? Oh. <laughs> you know what this is? I feel like I do. All right, well, pull it up. Let's see. Oh, I think you may have read it. <laughs> so this is Drop In Season Three, Episode Eight. Uh, what year? This was two thousand three, four. Do you know? Oh, it probably would have been. Yeah, I'm pretty bad with uh, years. Like memory of which year was what. So I was in like grade five or six. Were you watching Drop? Kyle Norbratton. So this is the uh, local PG Ripper. Yeah, they're in Prince George in this episode. Takes us to this, this is awesome, our first time awesome getting to know Kyle Norbratton. 
I was probably eating cereal this before fast. school, watching you. This is the Adidas stunt of yeah. the week, apparently. Right yeah. Yeah. Steve Romanuck with the goggles. He's, well, with the steez is unmatched. Jump like this is just basically easier. Oh yeah, there it is. Looks the same. Look at that hair. Not a fleck of facial hair though. You properly, because on a jump like this, there's no really room. Do you build this stunt? I built this one. Yeah, this was a zone. Is it bigger than it looks? Yeah, it actually is. So the filmmakers get into position. Can you turn that down just a touch? Kyle's ready to send it. Drop it! Oh, Alright, and here it is. Three. First appearance on drop-in. Oh. Boom. Oh, oh buddy. Everyone's just looking around like this. <laughs> <laughs> what happened there? Because we were watching this before, yeah. and we hear from Ryan's perspective here in the interview, but we never hear from your perspective what happened. So, I w it, on my run-in, there's like, you kind of start at the top, and I, I built a little trail that kind of comes with a little run-in, and I'd cut some little trees out, like little brambly trees, and I'd left a stump that was maybe like ankle high. And that caught my pedal as I was pedaling in. I oh. caught my pedal, which I didn't see, and that's what threw me over the bar. So that's why I'm very intensely walking back up to say, what the heck just happened there? <laughs> <laughs> that shouldn't have happened. <laughs> no way. Oh, man. They were, they were already thinking, like, what's Damn, this dude, Joey that doing? Was yeah. I'm back up and nail this thing. Ryan Schneff just says there, this guy's gonna go hit this thing. I don't know. He doesn't even say Kyle. He says, this guy. <laughs> this guy. Two, one. And then you totally redeem yourself. <laughs> Great success. <laughs> Look at that bike. Look at the Cove Peeler? <laughs> yeah, Cove Peeler. Oh, yeah. man. And then that Steve Romanek that looks it. big. It's a sick, sick gap. Can you just turn the volume down. Let's just run that. Run it in the background. Yes, so, um, what, what was what was your uh, your emotions meeting up with these guys? Were you stoked? Did you know who they are beforehand? How did this all happen? I definitely knew who Dropin was, and because um, I watched the show back then. And uh, at this time, I was I was like I was actually on the Cove Bikes B team wow. there, and so I was like super stoked to do anything that was video or photo shoot related because I I would go out and build this stuff just to you know. Because I was motivated by movies and all this stuff. So when I heard they were Just coming to town, uh, they went to the bike shop. It got linked up through the bike shop. So then they said, why don't you tour these guys around a couple things? I think I was in high school at the time. So I really had to do school and then go out afterwards with these guys. So you crash immediately. That was like, was that your first run? Like Yeah, that was like I was so going in. I'd done probably like some run-ups, but that was like my actual run to to like hit the gap, like guinea pig the gap, and I wiped out. And it's on. <laughs> it's been on TV hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times. Yeah, that's what everybody sees. <laughs> and now it's on a podcast. Yeah, it's made its way back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. So how are you feeling right after you crash? Are you like, oh my god, these guys are gonna kick me out of here? Yeah. Well, I was thinking they were like they were already kind of because it's promo. He's like hit the biggest stuff in the world at that mm -hmm. time. He's in mega row gaps, and then they're you know they're touring all the local stuff, and then here's me like not this name or anything, but just this local guy. So they're probably thinking like this guy's is he capable of this? Is he gonna be sketchy? Like he just ate shit on his run in. Mm -hmm. We should probably pack it up. Like this, get this guy out of here. <laughs> were you were you getting any respect from the guys? Because like in the interview, there it seemed like uh, maybe there was a little bit of a lack of respect. I think uh, I don't know. They didn't disrespect me to my face. I don't I think see. they were disrespecting. That's me. good. They I think they were just like hyping it. Like, dude, this dude doesn't know what he's doing. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's nerve wracking too when you just meet someone and then like yeah, you know, it, well, we're gonna turn on the cameras, send it for us. Totally. 
so I think they just wanted to make sure I wasn't going to kill myself on their set. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned the word Joey, <laughs> and I feel like it was you guys who taught me, and maybe perhaps the world, the word Joey. How, like, where did you, what is a Joey, first of all? Okay, disclaimer, I don't want to offend anyone with the name Joe or Joey. <laughs> that's so fun. But it's kind of like, like, not in the same context, but people with the name Karen. You know, people get Karen. But Joey, we just, I'm not even sure, just came up as like, just like Joe Bonds, the, the line. Like, you just kind of like, don't really know what you're doing. You're going out there, just kind of goobered out. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the Jerry of the ski world. It's the yeah, Joey. The yeah. I thought it came from a baby kangaroo. <laughs> Technically, it does. Wrong. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? For real? Why? What's the connection there? Because a baby kangaroo is called a Joey. What? Yeah, but how does that? Because like a baby animal would clumsy. try to jump around clumsy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't know. Well, Made sense to me. Yeah. But. But the Joe Bonts thing, like, where did Bonts? Yeah, what is? It's so funny though. So There's deep. Just this lingo that evolves as like a one word starts, and then it evolves into whatever kind of feels good to say. Yeah. Like mud, mud, mudly, mudly, mudgeon, mudgeon, mud. Joe, Joe, Bonsy, 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 yeah, Bonsy. Joe Bonds. All right. Well, this makes perfect sense. And like someone hits a jump super weird and kind of nose dives it, he just Joe Bonds it. <laughs> I, I adore Joe it. Joe Bonds? Jo yeah, is is there someone named Joe Bonds out there? In the uh, world? Actually, there is a Joe Barnes, and uh, one time VZ... <laughs> He's listening now. VZ was cracking up because they were announcing at Crankworks or at a, an event, and they kept saying, Joe Bonds! <laughs> and VZ was cracking up because it sounded like he was saying Joe Bonds. <laughs> <laughs> That's Nick Genovese. VZ, you yeah, say? Yeah, yeah, Nick Genovese, yeah. Oh, and my he goodness. He was just cracking up at that because... Uh, kind of in like we were just like had that term rolling okay so is there a per who invented the word joey the use of it for noob mountain bikers do you know i'm not sure who actually started it i don't know because now it's everywhere mm -hmm. it, yeah it's just and i feel like we've milked the crap out of the word joey now at this point yeah <laughs> music I, videos shirts stickers it, all that <laughs> It's just, I, I don't know. I, I definitely can't take credit for it because I can't, I don't know because I've made up so many names and nicknames and words and phrases that, uh, that it, it all just kind of comes naturally saying it. So I, I don't know if it started from one of us or if we just picked it up. Cause yeah, I wonder. Say. I wonder. I, 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 wish, should, I wish I knew the origin. I think you should stake a claim to it. Yeah, you could do it right now and this would be like the <laughs> official claim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. proclaim it. Yeah. yeah, I feel like Joe Bonds. I feel like I, I can't take. I can't. You can't take credit for it. Can't, well, but I just remember being. I feel like it's it's close. I remember being young. <laughs> young filmmaker got uh, way back like decade. You guys had me on some shoots, and yeah. you, we were at Sushi Village, and you guys are, I you know I think you guys are all super cool, and you guys just keep laughing at Joe Bonds, and it makes no sense to me, but <laughs> for some reason I'm like, well, they think it's funny. I better, I think it's funny too, and then it just uh, to this day, ten years later, it's still the funniest thing ever. Just Joey's out there in the park, yeah, bonsing themselves. Yeah. <laughs> 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 How do the Joeys of the room feel about call, being called Joeys? Is I'm it okay? Not even, I'm not even a Joey. You're not a Joey. I'm pre-Joey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If we get you on that rental bike and yeah, get yeah. you geared up, yeah. you could be a, a Joey out there. Oh, yeah. Man. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we should do that. Should we take Dave on the heli drop? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good. <laughs> that must be a nice hour or two of your life. Yeah, at the end of my life. Oh. Just to be a Joey. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, so that was the first instance that we ever came across your name. And I would say probably the next time that we came across what? you riding Sorry. was it's probably the Coastal Crew videos, probably, probably Vimeo. Yeah. yeah. Like the first like 10 episodes of the Coastal Crew. So yeah. Can you explain what the Coastal Crew was? Uh, the Coastal Crew was Dylan Dunkerton, Curtis Robinson, and myself. And we just start, we're just making content together at the time this was like back like 2007 2008 ish and then it all kind of went from there uh we're just got a camera i think 70 canon 70 and uh just yeah, seven, making our 70 own. yeah yeah yeah. Legendary yeah very cool camera yeah. and uh we just the three of us like i mean we they had been working on crank videos with bjorn Inga at the time and doing that and so we'd help with some segments we got our own segment which was pretty huge it kind of blew up on the internet that was in cranked five no seven crank seven crank six or seven yeah. no maybe eight. Oof. Oh god like, <laughs> too many cranks yeah but uh we had that segment which was pretty breakout and then after that um because web videos weren't really a thing so we had like a little bit of like an online blog that we'd kind of just like post some pictures. I don't, there wasn't even Instagram at the time. Go to the, go to the Vimeo a, there, Alonzo, on the uh, third down, I think. Go, yeah, go one back. Yeah, see, if, I don't know if these videos are still on Vimeo because of the co music copyright issues, but uh, yeah, click yeah. the Coastal Crew there. Go, go back as far as you can in the library. I hope the trailer's there because it'd be cool to watch that right now. Yeah, man, it's, we, we did a lot of cool stuff through like 2009, 2010, before we actually started making movies. Cause when we were doing the web videos, it was our own thing. Like we were just filming content and ideas and other writers and our trips and everything is so fun. Uh, and we were using whatever music we wanted. <laughs> it's the wild west. We weren't making any money off it. We weren't, like it wasn't one of those things. I feel like we've said it before to our, like each other, but like you guys were one of the original yeah. like YouTube vloggers. You know how now people are just this is what they do for their livings, but you yeah. guys just did it, right? And that was before anyone else that I knew was filming themselves doing trips and like talking to the camera and kind of like giving you a behind the scenes. Other than yeah. you know you would see mountain bike movies that were like just finished polished products. Yeah, yeah, totally. A demo guys? there, big big Al, webisode demo. I think it's this thing, 40, 46 seconds long, that I think changed my life. Uh, For real, though. Awesome. Um, yeah, play the music. <laughs> this was, so, yeah, what was this? You, you explain it. This was, well, this was the demo reel, so um, kind of uh, like a max, like mix up of, it was, a, it was a mashup of everything from our videos of the series. Um, to kind of show what we were doing and what we were all about. Because, uh, like, Dill. Oh, that's crazy. Is that you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, I'm just good. stuff I forgot about. <laughs> it, it, Why, yeah. Well, what makes it crazy? 2009. Crazy. Um, well, just, I just forget about a lot of things that, that we did in the past. It's like, oh, that was really sick, actually. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this was just a demo to show you what you guys could do and had you, like, yeah. What were you trying to prove at that point? Why did you need this demo? Um, I think we were trying to get 
sponsorship support and and we were just because we were just kind of doing our thing we didn't know you know we didn't know our own worth or our value we didn't necessarily have like a definite plan at that time I don't think we were just like stoked on making videos were you on specialized bikes at that point no at that time we were on Scott bikes right Mm. um but yeah I mean we kind of had a lot of freedom to do our own thing yeah I don't even remember how we funded it to be honest (laughs) well I mean that video I said it changed my life I feel like you know there was a it was you and Nick Genovese making videos on DSLRs that just looked so good. It was like unbelievable that you could get, for me, that to see that you could get that picture quality on a DSLR. And it inspired me to get out there and try. And then sure enough, I got a DSLR, I got some shots and it looked like crap. And there was still something <laughs> missing. It wasn't just the camera. There was some secret sauce that you guys all had to make, you know, these brilliant little short films. Um, yeah. Did you realize like how I, mean, I just I guess that demo there? Did you realize that you guys were onto something? Like, what was the reception? We we knew what we were capable of because we all had pretty like high quality control uh, for for the filming, the shots, using like the right light, um, everything that we were shooting. You know, get get the riding right, get the shot right. Um, so we did know that we were trying to put out quality content that was the whole goal was to make something that was like a step above anything that that would be out there already of just like clips or videos and stuff like that because um, wa- we've obviously been watching movies and like mountain bike movies and short films and stuff like that so we knew that we could do quality stuff and that's what our goal was and you guys were all in front and behind the camera you yeah. all took turns shooting. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, majority of it was still shooting and kind of like, um, like taking control of cinematography. Um, Kurt would shoot. I would shoot. We'd kind of like share those roles. But Dill was the master editor. He, you know, like he just have like those skills behind the computer to, to edit and cut everything together and uh, make it look really good. And um, yeah, we would just build lines and ride and go travel around BC. And <clears throat> I think we did like Sea Otter in Oregon. And then eventually down to like Vegas and Rampage when we were started first doing that. Uh, just making content of everything that we were doing. Did you have a moment where you felt like things were changing? You guys were becoming successful, becoming pro riders, getting the sponsorships, all that. Was there a turning point? Uh, yeah, I mean, we were being recognized and then we were, you know, we were getting sponsors and support, um, through like product and that, um, you know, and more, more people were recognizing us as coastal crew. Like we come to these events and people would want to like, you know, like ride with us or, or have us test their product stuff. We were working with SRAM and Rock Shocks, which is really fun. So when we started doing more of that, I was like, okay, this like, we're living the mountain bike dream right now. And I'll always call it like a lifestyle job because it's just always been, you know, we're riding bikes, making content, and that's the most fun thing to do. That that's uh, but it's also just like a lifestyle more than anything. A lot of the time, we just lose track of what day of the week it was because <laughs> it's like Saturday's the same as like a Tuesday. Yeah. So, yeah. How did you balance the uh, the kind of work and play where you're you're doing what you love for work but you're turning into a job by filming and having to do extra all this extra stuff did you like did you 
feel like sometimes you just want to go for a ride? Drop the cameras? Uh, we actually did still do a lot of that. Before we started making the movies, we would just be like, oh, should we go explore the Alpine today? And we would just go do that. If we weren't actually shooting something, it was pretty casual back then. Um, then, yeah, we just, you know, like we'd go on like a bushwhacking safari and drive around in the bush and go check out the view or go find a new zone or something like that. Um, it wasn't until we started making actual films where we teamed up with Ant Hill and created Second Base that then everything became more structured because we were scheduling shoots, riders, locations, all those way more specific logistics that made things like, okay, there's an actual job and now every day of the week is a work day. Yeah. But it was still fun because that's what we enjoyed doing. <laughs> so that was, uh, that was, you know, <laughs> life changing for me. And the thing is, I like, I'll, I'll be with, I don't know, you or Curtis or Dylan, whoever. And I'll be like the young fan, like, yo, you guys made the sickest videos. You guys don't realize how much influence you had, and, you know, like occasionally someone will say that to us, like a fan of ours on Mahalo, my dude. And they'll, you know, and I just think this is exactly how I feel about you guys. Mm -hmm. When kids come up to us, I'm like, you know, seeing how much impact you guys had, it makes me value kind of what we do and makes me realize like, you know, we're affecting people's lives. Did you have any, did you realize how much impact you were having at the time? Well, yeah, I, I totally agree with what you're saying because I still, and I did feel the same way. It's like, I don't realize how much of an impact that we had and that, that I had and that what we were doing was everybody was watching it at home and that's what was motivating everybody until you start getting messages that people say, oh, I watched Coastal Crew videos or I watched your videos and I, so it made me buy a bike. Like I, That's why I got into biking and that's why I started filming and it, it's still, it's so humbling and I still don't think of myself that way like even when people happen to recognize me and they look at me and and uh say hey are you kyle and like yeah and it's still like i'm just kind of shocked that they even recognize they say like, kyle they don't say norbs actually a lot of people say norbs <laughs> 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 i'm just not used to calling myself that but <laughs> yeah it's super humbling because i don't think of myself like that i think i'm still that grom guy looking up to like Cam Zink and Kyle Strait. Like I just saw Kyle Strait in the village and I've seen him a hundred times. We've competed at events together and everything. And I'm still like, oh, <laughs> Kyle Strait just said hi to me and he gave me a hug. Like, man. He stole your wallet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He robbed me. <laughs> Once again. Not again. No, it's, it's just super humbling. I, I still don't realize the impact that uh, we had and that, like, that I continue to have. I just try to just do good stuff and be a good human with mountain biking and everything that I'm doing. So what, what was happening there towards the end of it? Why did you guys part? I mean, is the coastal crew still a thing? Cause I, I phrased that question as what was the coastal crew? But then I realized well, maybe it still is a thing, but it's just Dylan and Curtis now. Yeah. It's hard for me to say. And it's kind of, we could go down a pretty long uh, rabbit hole here, but we, we all part of it. I don't know if they still call themselves the coastal crew because we were basically a tripod. We were, three parts and when one leaves you know the tripod doesn't really stand anymore and uh so i think that they just do their own thing in their own way which is great and i'm happy they never stopped um, but i just had a different direction there's a lot of stuff that was going on so i just you know i kind of veered off on my own path to figure out life and and uh see what else i could do it's just there's just a lot of changes happening so um but you also now still make 
content. You're still shooting photos, still shooting mm-hmm. video, whatnot. Yeah. Well, th- yeah, because I love it. I just love I love riding bikes. I love creating content. That's what I've always loved. Like from when I was first a ground watching videos and like the VHS movies. I was like, that's what I want to do because I just love mountain biking. I love like finding lines and I still love that. Like I'll still, instead of going out to shoot a trail, I'll still go out after work and try to find some new zone that's kind of not, you know, it's off the beaten path. And I, okay, I can, can see a line here and build and get something that I can shoot out of it. So still create content. And Instagram is the platform now that's like very easy to access and just put it out there for everybody to watch. So that's kind of what keeps that... Uh, Keeps me like feeding the channel, feeding, <laughs> feeding <laughs> off each other. <laughs> but yeah, and just still do it because I love it. Yeah, that's it's great. Like, and you're and you're an incredible writer. Yeah. And would you say you're an incredible actor? <laughs> <laughs> uh, with like, an incredible director. Oh, <laughs> well, that segues us right into the sickest set ever. How did this one even come to be? Like, I guess you asked me, or did I? I don't remember. I feel like they always you, selected athletes first. They never selected filmmakers. It was athletes number one. Are you sure? Because yeah, I feel I like so. you approached me. I feel like we'd been talking about some stuff, and then this opportunity came up, but I don't remember exactly how. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But the whole genesis of the idea was uh, to make a kind of parody of. Oh God, what is that movie called? Kung Fury. Kung Fury. Yeah, Kung Fury. <laughs> do, you, do you know what Kung Fury is? Well, I, I think at the time we watched. We will probably watch a lot of it. A, yeah. Yeah. Have you guys all seen Kung Fury? Yeah. Never. You've never seen Kung Fury? Wait, no. Oh, it's such a great film. So I think it was, I don't know, I might be wrong here, but I think it was a self-funded, Yeah. it was a, it, it was a feature film, but it was short in like, it was like a 40 minute film. Yeah, exactly. Still, that's still a feature film, right? Uh, a I think it film. was a short film. I don't think 40 counts as a feature length. Okay. Feature length is like and 80 it w- minutes min- minimum. I think it was like a, if I'm not, I might be mistaken, but I think it was like mostly a one person who like did the acting, he did the VFX himself. I don't know. But it was like very homemade and DIY and it was freaking awesome. And I feel like it, it uh, I don't know, it kind of just showed how you can do a lot with a little. So... <laughs> I think, yeah, however that happened, I don't know how exactly it started, but I, all I remember is Kaz and I writing the script for this uh, up until like 6 a.m. in the morning at my parents' <laughs> house, just roached. <laughs> and the whole idea was, like, I was trying to think, like, what would make a big reaction at the festival? And I thought, what if we make a fake movie trailer, like a movie trailer for a movie that just doesn't exist? And that, and that is the thing that is the film. (laughs) So so it's like, we don't actually have to make like a complete story. We just, we just make it like a a trailer like a movie trailer. Everybody knows the highlight reel. Yeah. So, (laughs) all right, let's play it back. Let's watch a little bit of this. When's the last time we watched this? Um, I actually just watched it like maybe a couple weeks ago. Every day. Yeah. Let's watch a little (laughs) bit here. It's a world where mountain bikers rule. The rules are not always followed. So we had Kaz here in the uh, the, the, the balaclava and then doing the <laughs> epic stunt going over the bars into the cardboard boxes. Kaz is a great stuntman. He was a great stuntman. This is so cheesy. <laughs> the start of this is so cheesy. And here you are. Turned up a little bit there. So tell us about this costume you're wearing, this character. Oh, man. 
like full Rambo looking outlaw cop. Those are real bullets. Real bullets. Real bullets. <laughs> deactivated or whatever. Deactivated, yeah. They're but they're heavy and they're sharp. Yep. Next time, <laughs> walk your bike. Master of two wheels, hand to hand combat. That was probably one of the hardest parts. <laughs> the, the karate chop? Yeah. <laughs> was teaching me. I do remember you guys practicing it for a while. It took you a while. Yeah. This summer. And the whole concept here was something. Different. Norbs was saving Whistler from rollerbladers that had taken over the Whistler bike park. Rollerbladers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we had to put a stop to it. And we actually went up the Whistler bike park with a team of rollerbladers. They put the in my blood best cameo. Yeah. Cam a call. We didn't plan for that. That just worked out so good. Yeah. Did you guys tell him to do this voice? No. Cam a call came to us and he said, can I improvise? I said, absolutely. If there's anybody who can improvise, it's you. So he said, all right, I want to do like a New Yorker accent, which uh, I don't know. He just killed it. Was it New York? What was it? Yeah. I know it's the guy. Final cut, bro. <laughs> yeah. He's got the slowest mow in the biz. Slowest mow in the biz uh, is one of my favorite quotes. Yeah, there's so many good quotes in this. If we get caught, we're toast. Sneak up. It was so out of character for me to be so serious and such a straight face the whole time. It's yeah. so hard to get the line. Yeah, how many times did you break when you were Oh, so this? so many times. <laughs> and when you're... Go on, go on. When we were doing the chemical... Uh, office scenes there that was probably the hardest because he was just killing me yeah i was trying to be so serious and he was just cracking me up thought it would absolutely a lot of takes <laughs> yeah, and the riding your riding is sick in here man Messy. thanks hey, you guys are this is trevor berg yeah. member of the trail crew here at whistler uh, yep <laughs> all the characters are so good i think you better leave oh so you want to play that game and then we. The game I play is catch. This is the stupidest line ever. And the, the only game I play is catch. And then he throws a like a chain ring at you. <laughs> so yeah, we went up there with rollerblades. This was you could tell that this was before Vale took over because it was so lenient. Yeah. There was like less rules in play. Mm -hmm. Insurance wasn't in play. All that. And. Uh, yeah, we just asked the lifties, hey, do you mind if we get up there with some rollerblades? So we got like four people on rollerblades. They said, sure. <laughs> we went up there and we rode just the first bit of A-line. No song. We're going raw. <laughs> and they started ripping part of the trail with their blades. And then it was pretty quickly that we we got kicked off. Oh, once, really? Once they saw yeah. Once they saw the wheels going into dirt and leaving rollerblade marks behind, <laughs> they weren't too happy with that. Oh, interesting. It, we were all over the place, eh? Shooting, riding. Yeah, we went right to the top, yeah. top of the world, and worked our way down. Because as it being like a movie trailer, we just needed the best parts of any riding. Yeah. Get ready. For and then we shot at night too. We absolutely busted our balls shooting we went, this thing. We went hard on that. Oh, and I just remember at the end, I was so excited to hear that that bass boom that we put in, and then the and then hear it in the Olympic Plaza. Oh man, that was the best. And that was my first time watching the whole thing. Was that at the event? 
Yeah. So that was insane because I'd never seen I never even saw a sneak peek. And I refused to show Norbs. Yeah, he wouldn't show me. Because so. it wasn't done until two minutes before the event. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were done. No, actually, I was being, uh, I, I was actually so confident that I think that I thought we were going to do well that I just wanted to make it like an even more fun experience for Norbs to have like, because the first watch of anything is priceless. Mm -hmm. And as the, mm -hmm. the director, the editor, the whatever, like I know everything, I know what's coming. I know all the errors. I know all the good bits, all that. But I, I just cherish the first view. So I wanted to like give you that opportunity to see it on the screen. Do you wish I just showed it to you before? No, I'm so glad that we did it that way because yeah, it was a crazy experience to just see it and hear it with that sound and like all those bass lines and all the, the punch lines are just freaking hilarious. Like it, yeah, I feel like there's probably some... It was so well done. I feel like, we probably, I feel like every time there's one of these festivals, you know, emotions run high. Whoever comes runner up or third, fourth, fifth, they're kind of upset. And uh, I don't know. Was there anybody upset this year? I know the next year there's definitely people upset that yeah. we the year you won this. Yeah. Do you remember anything? I don't really remember. <sighs> what the hell was that? Alonzo. Big Al, hey. Alonzo remembers. You block those sneezes next time, okay? <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> we were on a perfect roll. Um oh man. So I don't know. What kind of impact is this has this had on your life? Uh, that that was super fun. That's just like that's like a, a gold medal to to have. I've like I've won something in Crankworks. <laughs> do you have the check? Who's got the check? I think you do. I think do I? Yeah, have I might have the check. Oh yeah, yeah. Where, where is Didn't that? Where do we put that thing? Wasn't that in your closet for the longest time? <laughs> Big Boy, novelty the, check. Where the? Yeah, we, I wanted to hang that up. Now I have no. Oh, I think I might have some idea where it is. But yeah, we got to put that. We got to hang it yeah. proudly up somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I remember, I think it was the sickest hat ever. We, at the time, I was working for NSMB. So the only reason why I could really like take, like do this was because they let me like just take off time off, not take time off work, but make this. And then when it was going to come out after the festival, put NSMB logo on it. Right. You know, to kind of double dip there, which I think yeah. is smart for anybody to do if they can do for one of the, if they can uh, participate in one of these film for festivals, sure. definitely double dip. Um, yeah, big time. And I recall that, uh, what the heck was I going to say? I don't even remember. Cool. Cool so story, bro. People, people were mad. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. And then we won. We had the check, the big novelty check, and we were walking from the plaza to the bar. <laughs> and uh, one of my bosses at the time at NSMB, NSMB, competitors of Pink Bike, took a lighter to the Pink Bike logo that was on the check oh. and started burning the plastic on the check. And uh, I don't know if I've said this in the pod before, but yeah, I still wow. hold on to that. Very resentful. Because yeah, the check has a burn hole. Yeah, there. but it's memories, so I'm yeah, actually kind of happy you did now. it. Yeah, but in the to at the time, I was so pissed. Yeah, <laughs> man, I just got this. Yeah, I was so just pissed off. You're like burning it just because of your personal beef with. <laughs> and you won a video that was branded with their name anyway. Yeah. Like, yeah. Chill. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, you you texted me like three weeks ago or something, and you're like, "Hey, let's do another one." I yeah, I actually legit did because it would be awesome to do a second one. I do get that a lot, like. Are you going to ever make like a second one? And you probably do too. And you see the comments and I've had even industry guys ask me, are you, are you guys going to do a second one? That would be a great pitch. 
check the uh, comments. Okay. S here's one year ago, six years later, and it's still one of the best. Oh wait, no, this is not what I wanted. Sorry. I'm not trying to just stroke my ego here. What I wanted, to, I wanted to find it. You sure about that? <laughs> I'm still a piece of garbage. That's not what I wanted. No, I wanted, I wanted to see a comment that was like, where the hell is the video? Where's the movie? You, oh, I'm still yeah. waiting. Yeah. Like there was like so many people that were fooled by this. Big time. Which I love. Yeah. That's that, the best. That's what makes it so good. Yeah. Thought it was for real. Who else is in here in 2020 waiting for the movie? Yeah, people, it's, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it was a hoot, man. It was fun. I, I edited that on an RV in, uh, in the States in like 35 degree weather yeah. on a laptop. Yeah, which is wild. It was terrible. Yeah. And then my friend Parker, he did the VO in, in the RV. That's so funny. Yeah. That's unreal. Yeah, we hustled before it, man. I'm proud yeah. of us. I'm proud of us. Yeah, I'm super proud. You guys crushed it. I remember getting text updates. You're like, it's, it's, I'm struggling, but it's coming together. Oh, really? <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, that's funny. Like, it's just like, because it was like inching up to the to the release date, like of the event. And But I was never worried. We got to give a shout out to our friends Haley and Ollie for letting us crash at their house yeah. that they used to live in for like an entire week. Yeah. We completely took over. Yeah, and their did. house is, well, I mean, it was a full house, but they lived in the lower floor and it was basically just like one room and then their bedroom. Mm -hmm. And Kaz and I slept in that living room, took up all the space. Oh, that's hot. <laughs> <laughs> and Norbs, you didn't want anything to do with the inside of that. Uh, it was a bit dank in there. It was pretty dank and full. I got worms. <laughs> Can you tell us about the tent that you stayed in and the power cord that you wrangled from the house to the tent and all that? I don't even remember the power cord, but yeah, I had a little <laughs> tent set up pretty much on the front patio because it was so tight in there. Like, there's just like barely even couch space. And, uh, yeah, I just slept in a tent. I, didn't, I must have kept my bags inside the house, or maybe they're in my truck. Just kind of like lived out of tent and truck for the duration of the shoot while we were up in Whistler. Yeah, and you were much <laughs> more comfortable in the tent than inside of a home. Yeah, 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 that was a good choice. You know, sleeping bag, just lay down. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know about a second, but I did tell you my other idea, which I don't want to reveal. But I did, I did mention how we can kind of revisit the sickest set ever. In a, in a, you know, in a new next level kind of format, but, yeah. um, I, think I hope we can do it. I, I would love, I to. still have the bullets. I got, I got everything. <laughs> do you know like porn parodies? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the thickest edit ever. <laughs> Go again. <laughs> yeah. I still have all the bullets. I, we got those bullets from a, uh, uh an army surplus store and it was yeah, like yeah. i remember it was like 200 bucks on just the bullets and they were completely real super heavy yeah. you you put those on your shoulder you you kind of crossed it up yeah and you had to ride the bike park all day with those things yeah i was with with like a wife beater on too yeah oh we don't call them wife beaters anymore we call them oh, yeah. uh wife pleasers they're called now <laughs> no, that's actually what people call wife them. pleasers yeah yeah much better i thought it was people yeah. domestic abuse shirt yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i heard i thought it was a chris brown top <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah you didn't have much protection going on there no and if I remember, you had the bullets like facing in, so they would just jab at your neck. Yeah, and like in my, my shoulders and my arms, if I did certain movements on the bike while I was in the air or whatever, I'd get a little poke. I remember you asking me like, Matt, do I have to wear the bullets this time? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And you even did the backflip with the bullets. Yeah. And 
those were getting all up in your face, right? Yeah, I wasn't sure if they were going to like sling and fall off or what, but it worked out. I don't know. I don't remember how many takes we had to do with that. Maybe just one, but one or two. I actually wasn't even there. I think Kaz went over Kaz, with you. Kaz yeah. did a little solo mission because I set up this little setup to get the, the banger and clip. Yeah. We needed a flip. We needed a big move for, mm-hmm. the, for the finisher. So Yeah. Oh, well, it was good times, man. One of my favorite projects I've worked on. and uh, Yeah. Yeah. It, it was I, a ton of fun. I we, love revisiting it. I would love to revisit and have that conversation. Yeah. Maybe for 2024. Well, let's get into some other stuff here quickly. Um, oh wait, no, actually, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's go with this. Fill in the blanks. <laughs> Norbs got. Who, who's doing it? Norbs. Oh, okay. Norbs got robbed. Ding ding ding! You win. <laughs> Bazinga! <laughs> that was so smooth. <laughs> Tell us about the birth of this meme. <laughs> Is this a meme? Do you consider this a meme? It was a meme. It was, it's become a hashtag. It's like a pink bike way of life. I don't know. And just tell us quickly, what, what, what's the birth? Where did this come it from? It came from, I believe, Rampage 20, 2012. 2012. Uh, it was my finals run. And I, I had two 360s in my run. And then I did a huge canning gap at the bottom. But put it all together. And... Uh, my result was 10th place so i think the internet play that the internet uh, revolted and uh had a narbs got robbed it has to be hashtag the internet had your back yeah are we, are we allowed to play this or yeah are we, we can play gonna, this okay Let's say All right, so walk us through this a little so, bit here. Yeah, this is Rampage 2012. I was first year on Specialized, super hyped. Um, wasn't sponsored by Fox, but I was rocking their jersey for them. Uh, yeah, I went down the left side, like the left ridge, because I found some lines to link up over there. I think this is where I lost a lot of points is on the top section, because it's just, it's just like a ridge line. To kind of connect up to the to the meat and beans down here. So here comes the first 360. There it is again. Oh my God! And listen to the commentators. They actually think that my second one was opposite, and I think that's where a lot of people watching. So it wasn't. It wasn't. It's still same direction, but it was like a 450. So they thought it was opposite. It's actually just like a, a hard 450. Is what Zinc called. Okay, listen to this. 360 another way. That's really respectable. Hopefully the judges take that into consideration. Mm. Hopefully the judges take yeah. that into consideration. That was Richie. What was it? Shlu? What'd you say earlier? Yeah, Dave? I, think I said Shlu. <laughs> <laughs> That's Richie Schlei commentating. <laughs> and yeah, right away he said it's like foreshadowing. It is for what's about to happen. Yeah. So, but he, but he was wrong. He was so. wrong. It was still the same direction, 360, but it was just like more like a bigger spin. How, drop. how are you feeling in this moment when oh, you pull into the oh gate? Oh my god, so, so it's the best feeling in the world because you've just completed your rampage run, which has been like a year of stress in the making, and like you finally get down. There's Dill. <laughs> and you're just so relieved. Like it's just like there's nothing else. Like, like it's like all your stress and emotions are just washed away because you just survived the run that you wanted to do. It's so technical. And I did, I did everything that I wanted to do in it, which is great. So, this is pretty crazy. Dave, <laughs> what do you think about this? What do you think about this 360? Does it look easy? Does it look hard? Uh, I can't even <laughs> fathom it. I wouldn't even do that, like, you know, just jumping into a lake. 
from my feet. <laughs> and, and like what we're seeing here looks so much smaller than it is in real life, right? Like the, yeah. the, the terrain is just treacherous here. Yeah, the exposure, the the cliff edges, how steep everything is. It's And the conditions you're riding, it's hot, it's windy. It's, it's just like stressful. I feel like this thing is way gnarlier than it looks online. Big time, yeah. That in real life, that's like only a handful of guys hit it. And I think guys that, oh, guys that year were blowing bikes and forks in half. Really? I think even uh, recently when they revisited this uh, venue, yeah, that was still a big move. I want to point out the helmets. You guys, like Coastal Crew, all, you three had the coolest helmets, man. Yeah, like the skills. vinyl game is unreal. Thanks. You guys are just, you guys are maniacs with the stickers. It looks, how do you guys do this? I just never wanted anything to be stock. Like I just mm. wanted to have my own touch on my helmets, my bikes that creates a unique look. It's how I want it to look. And uh, it gives my sponsors great branding <laughs> exposure. Yeah. Well, and in the same way that you guys inspired our filmmaking, you guys inspired the way that we like customize our bikes and yeah. do all our stickers and stuff. Yeah, that whole bike, it's not even actually that color. I just added all that neon red to it. Oh, yeah. really? I didn't know. That. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing how you guys would decorate your bikes every year was so exciting. It was a lot of fun, too, because I'd, I'd kind of get a frame, and then I'd be like, I really like this color right now. All right, so you just got your absolutely terrible score. Yeah. You're nine. Are, are, What's going to you your head? here, and you're like, what the hell? I think that they, I think, I think I hear it, and then I'm like, shrugs. He shakes his head. I wasn't, I don't think I was disappointed, because I didn't really know how to feel. I, I would always go to Rampage just when to put down the run that I wanted to do. If I got a great result that was like even better but i always just wanted to to ride to my full potential put down a run in the terrain that i could you know be proud of that i actually got an invite to go and do something and contribute to the sport with and the, the result was you know i was okay with 10th I was okay with 10th. You're okay. So you didn't feel like you were robbed? Or? And you know what? The, the whole, like, Norbs got robbed thing actually played in my favor because it was so huge. If if people didn't feel that way, I would have just got 10th and nobody said anything. Nobody would have even remembered that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, there would be no uh, Norbs got robbed hashtag. There would have been no... Uh, Cultural impact. Yeah, that cultural like impact. still to this day oh, on yeah. Pink Bike comments comment section, you'll see. Yeah, uh, you know whether it's the Norbs got robbed being used literally or some sort of play on something got robbed. Totally. It's evolved. You yeah, know? and it's still alive. Yeah, Norbs got jobbed. Uh, that was my, that was my favorite one recently <laughs> in that interview. You did the electrician <laughs> job? Norbs yeah. got jobbed. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, totally. If anything comes up on Pink Bike, guaranteed there's going to be a comment that has some context to that. So it's just like, I don't think it'll ever die. No way. It can't. It's good. It's yeah. Mean. Yeah. And I'm okay with it. Cause it's just one of those things. Were you surprised when you got back from rampage and you're like, what the hell? Like, holy, I, cause you probably didn't in the moment realize what had happened. No, I didn't. I, I didn't realize like how crazy that was. And, um, at the time I was riding for a and rock shocks and rock shocks actually did, uh, like a really cool, um, like headliner page. I think it was on pink bike as one of the, the headliners. And it was like, Norbs got robbed. I think something along that line of like a, a header. And I was like, holy shit, man. <laughs> it was actually like really big. It was better than winning, I guess, other than like having that result. But how did it feel to have the internet supporting you? 
It was great. It was just cool to know that people are watching, people are invested, people actually cared about, you know, the event. And I think people are always passionate about judged events because they can, you know, have their opinion with one person versus another with their runs, which actually judging is very hard when it's like that. That's why racing is nice because it's time. But, uh, yeah, just having that many people passionate about, you know, wanting to see me have it a, a better result is pretty cool. Was it the same year or the following year? Were you in Rampage once or more, more than once? Rampage? Yeah. Uh, six times. Six. Oh, wow. Well, I did my research, eh? Six times. <laughs> I knew that. Jeez. Jesus. Six, yeah. six times. I cut watched. that. Cut that. Cut that. Okay. Dude, I'm a huge fan. I, I, Trust I me. I'm a huge fan. Intro. You changed my life, dude. <laughs> it was in the intro. <laughs> it was in the intro? Yeah. Ah, okay. That's fine. Just cut that. No, um, leave it. At. <laughs> well, okay, my question is, was it that year or a following year when the announcer said Norby as they call him <laughs> yeah. was that the same year I feel like that would have been like a later year later yeah maybe like 2014 or 15 or something so we all I mean when I was watching live at the time and I immediately thought that was hilarious I, yeah I was watching live I was so excited to see it. and then they dropped Norby as they call him and the thing that's funny is that nobody called you Norby they called you Norbs yeah <laughs> <laughs> totally, man. So then I, I made a meme actually, and I posted it on Pink Bike. At like, what is, this is like what eight years ago now? At, yeah, it would have been. It would have been a long time ago. And it was just a picture of you, and it was the classic top text, bottom text, and just said Norby as they called him. <laughs> that was it. Nor, nobody <laughs> calls him that. <laughs> nobody. Right. Nah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. just couldn't catch a break out there, huh? No. no. <laughs> just a man of the, the memes. The memes. The uh, memes. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What's going on? <sighs> Big Al. <laughs> Killing it. IT. <laughs> Genius. Did you ever see Norbs got robbed in a Lego stop animation film? I... If I did, I probably just took it in stride. With yeah, me. yeah. But uh, well, here it know. is. Here it is to remind you. Okay, this is our friend uh, Devin of Oxburger Studios, and he made this film called Lego Mountain Biking. I did a little voice for it, um, but there's a quick scene in here that's a uh, no way a reference to you. Yeah. Unreal uh, stop motion filmmaking yeah. from Devin. Go check out his YouTube channel. Yeah, it actually got hired by Lego in years following. No way. Yeah. So the story here is uh, there you go. Oh, there it's he is. so quick. <laughs> so, so quick. Can you go back? Did you get that? Did you get that? Awesome. I don't think I would have seen that actually. Okay, so the story here is that a guy just leaves home with his bike. He leaves the garage. He goes through. Yeah, pause it there. Oh my he, god. He uh, he rides through the city and he passes by a bank. Keep in mind, this is all Lego. He passes by a bank. <laughs> <laughs> what do you see there? Norbs find goods and and there's a robber. Stealing oh. <laughs> from the store. And the robber minifigure character is, has the classic hundred dollar green Lego bill oh. and a sack of cash. That is hilarious. Is there anything My notable about robbed. the number? <laughs> is there anything about the number on his uh, shirt? Two three seven six eight. Would that have been your like rider number or something? No. It's his iPhone password. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's my, my debit pin. <laughs> and I just love this, man. It's just like you, you riding your bike in Utah just made it into meme culture here. Yeah. Like forever. That's huge. That's, that's huge. That's hilarious. That's huge. Like, <laughs> 
just to be able to ha have somebody think about that and incorporate that into something that where I have no context to this whatsoever until you add this. Yeah. It's <laughs> just so cool. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. Now you got to open Norb's Fine Goods. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And get robbed. What would you sell at Norb's Fine Goods? Ooh, maybe electrical supplies. Mm. <laughs> no, that's boring. Well, then you'd have to call it like electrical goods or something. Right. Yeah, fine goods. Mm. Sam sandwiches. Sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Robbery items. Yeah. Do we have another video? No? no, that's it. So Norb's got robbed. Do people like yell that to you in the street now? Like what they see it? it like did, I'm guessing now it's died down, but. I don't know. I guess like in the years when it had, when it was fresh, um, people just scream it out to you or what? I've had that happen, yeah. And I've even had people, you know, like like bump me in the line and be like, you "Got robbed." Yeah, thanks. Because I'm not ready for it. But yeah, I just have people um, just say it to me. I've had that on many occasions, even in places where I'm not like if I'm in like Vancouver or somewhere, you know, at the mall and. Someone happens to recognize me and they just like give the head nod and you got robbed. <laughs> it kind of blows my mind. Um, but yeah, I, I do get that. It's pretty, pretty funny. I love it. I never really know what to say though. Yeah. That, that, than, like, yeah. that was my next question. What do you thanks. say? Yeah. I'm just like, thanks. That's hilarious that, <laughs> that you uh, recognize. You should pretend you're still really mad about it. Like, fuck, I know. Yeah. <laughs> really commit. <laughs> Wow, this guy's bitter. Sign my petition. It's been 11 years. I, I just can't, I can't imagine you getting worked up over it. You're just such a happy guy. Always laughing, always smiling. Yeah, yeah, not too much gets me worked up. Yeah. What, what, <laughs> why? What, like, I, I was saying, like, okay, so Dave says, mm -hmm. who's Kyle Noah Brown? Uh, you know, I'm teaching him who you are. And the first thing I say is, He's got the most iconic laugh ever. He just, he laughs and you just want to laugh and everybody in the room's laughing. Yeah. Also, what did Alonzo say? I don't know. What did he say? He we said, Hey Alonzo, do you, you've seen the sickest edit ever. And he's like, Oh, he's the handsome guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I said, no, that's me. No, no. He's referring to you. Yeah. Alonzo, you want to weigh in here? Now you're uh, talking. I, I saw the video like 10 years ago and I just remember thinking, that guy looked like you hired an actor, like an actual movie star. <laughs> oh, wow. Man. That's so cool. We're buttering your bread today. Yeah, amazing, yeah. huh? <laughs> you guys are too kind. <laughs> too kind. <laughs> oh, I, I, thought I, was, I thought that was J Jason's role, though. Like, what? The stud. Oh. Dios <laughs> mio. Did we just get 10 degrees hotter in here? Or is it both of us? <laughs> there, was, there was a couple other videos that, that we could have pulled up. Uh, why not? It was shit people say crank works, and then the other one was the April Fools one. I feel like there's a couple funny moments, a couple of Norb funny moments in there for sure. Yeah. Look, can you look up the April Fools one? So th this one, I don't know. I just was making an April Fools video for NSMB. Yeah. I just needed some people to take part, and I asked you guys, and you guys were always, uh, always yeah, happy always, to help out, keen for something funny. April Fools. <laughs> And the premise be behind this one was it starts off with normal, friendly, kind of like um, <laughs> harmless pranks, and then it just devolves into evil. Just escalates. Yeah. 
Um, Celebrated on the 1st of April. This is, is a day for jokes, This pranks, is a good old day, Yeah, mystery. what was his name? Dick Pugh. Dick Pugh. R.I.P. He's no longer with us. There are a wide oh. variety of creative Great pranks voice. your writing buddies are sure to fall for. <laughs> so, name was let's Dick get started. Pugh? All I want to see is, timing is I just want to see uh, Norbs duct tape to the tree. That's pretty much all I'm looking forward to here. And with a dab of grease, <laughs> put them into the handlebar. And it's funny, people are still cap. watching this. and there's the grease wears off. There you go. Rattle bring your friend's bike with saran wrap. Here we go. Here we go. This seems like a nightmare. That's why you <laughs> duct taped <laughs> you to a that. tree. that. <laughs> we legit duct taped you yeah. to a tree. Yeah, I remember that actually. Yeah, because it was actually hard to breathe because we had to duct tape me so tight to it that it was like. I was like, okay, guys, I think the joke's over. <laughs> cut me out. Cut me out. I think they loved it. Oh man, it was good times. And yeah. Then, uh, yeah, I don't know. We work on anything other than that. Like we have worked on the April Fools' video. We had the uh, the shit people say crank works. I helped you guys with our, the arrival segment. I was gonna say POV. yeah, yeah. When we did the uh, that POV uh, Whistler segment for arrival. Yeah, yeah. Because we were just it's kind of like almost uh, you know very uh, I guess POV candid look at of the Whistler experience. So we brought you in to help uh, help choreograph that. Is so. arrival on YouTube? I don't it's it's R A R V L. You guys don't like uh, vowels. Just just one vowel. Yeah. That oh yeah, one vowel. Part of the branding. I don't know if it will be because it probably just don't do POV. Just just. I thought it was. I thought it was. I don't know. I'm not sure. Oh yeah, there it is. The full thing. Yeah. So. Oh boy. Dylan Dunkerton texted me asking if I would help you guys out with this segment because there was some sort of like acting element to what you guys wanted to pull off yeah we well yeah because there are so many scenes that kind of incorporated in that experience of being in whistler turn that right? down turn that down yeah yeah <laughs> skip through to like i don't know three minutes or something it's like yeah. pov we're in the we're in the eight we're actually in the ava we've come full circle Ooh, Ooh, yeah this will be ava? fun because I, we've done similar things to the bathroom today yeah <laughs> <laughs> i remember when we were hanging out in the bathroom or, uh, excuse me. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Don't tell. I mean, uh, I'll stop now. Look at Delta. He's so young. Yeah, oh my so god. Young. What did he say? I just love this. You guys are so young. You guys are using homemade um, filmmaking tools, and you're making a movie. Yeah. Shooting with the FS700 legendary camera. Yeah. This was what we were doing. And like such an iconic style too the fisheye angles this uh i don't know something about, even about the like telephoto angles it's just like you knew you knew it was you guys right away from the way it looked that's awesome yeah well we had keep skipping there we did have like a certain style that we liked it was just like really clean cuts like good you know good visual seeing what's going on with the rider and the bike and the trail and more 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 the the fs700 was a camera that I feel like was a game changer in the mountain bike world. Big time. Cause we had that slow mo, <laughs> the 240 <laughs> frames per second the slowest yeah. in 1080p. <laughs> and you guys also inspired me to get that camera. It was like no brainer. Awesome. Uh, keep going there. It must be like I halfway think, through. I think it's this one. Isn't it? Oh yeah. There we go. Okay. So oh, yeah. Okay. Who's wearing the camera here? Dill? I think it's Dill. Yeah. yeah. So it's Dill's perspective is just like, I feel like nobody else wanted to act. I remember Dill was yeah. like sweating bullets because there was some <laughs> acting to, to be done. Yeah. Look at this. You guys put stickers on everything. There's stickers on the deodorant. There's stickers on the credit cards in your wallets. There's literally stickers on everything. That's oh. disgusting. 
Oh. Now they're now they're in the uh, bathroom. There's puke, fake puke in the toilet. Who's this in the shower? I can't remember if that was me. That looked like you. So this is the Ava. This is the Ava. Wow. Yeah. This is the Ava. This is pre-renovations Ava. Probably not room 420 though. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. No. Ropalado. Wow, oh, you guys. I was so stoked. Synced up. Mitch Robolata, insane. Oh, and Ryan Howard. Oh, both his best, best friend. friend. Both very nice <laughs> uh, people and great riders. Insane riders. So now you guys, this is POV going to the bike park. Yeah. What's the rig? This is like a whole DSLR on his chest. Yeah, actual camera. Yeah. Oh. Like chest mount. Ooh, nice transition. Good transition there through the lens. Oh, there he is filming. There. We, hard, we worked hard on that. Oh, and then the the iconic oh. Dylan Dunkerton zoom in slow mo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Kaz loves that move. He still does it to mm-hmm. this day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he borrows that one on a, on a regular basis. <laughs> That's awesome. Man, it was such a treat to shoot with these two guys, like the two steeziest riders in mountain biking. And, like, for us, like, we were making this movie and writing this movie, but it was, like, the most fun getting to shoot with all these guys and, like, film that, that talent. And I was honored to shoot with you guys. I mean, I was so stoked that you guys wanted me to be on board and help out. It was such a cool experience. And um, and, and I guess, was it VZ that he made a BTS for this the movie as well? Yeah. And yeah. he interviewed me and we got to speak about it. I was, uh, I was having a good time with you guys. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, VZ was shooting our behind the scenes, capturing kind of all the moments and everything. And... I think it was on opening weekend that uh, we met some new friends here on the bike park. And one of them said that arrival uh, was a turning point for them. Really? And and out of everything that, you know, I've done, he brought that up. And I thought that was really cool. That's so cool. Yeah. I mean, that just plays into the fact that like we changed lives without even realizing it. Yeah. Just making, I mean, the whole goal is to make capture and make mountain biking content that's entertaining but you don't realize the impact that it's going to have on on everybody who watches yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And I think there's something to be said about, you know, if you're if you're creating something and you're unsure about it, it's at some point it's just more helpful just to put it out. Oh, see yeah. who it yeah, resonates with. a real good part. Yeah. Yeah, so now we're at the liquor store. I forgot this continues. Yeah, okay. So yeah, we, we're done riding at the bike park. Now we're at the liquor store. We're riding over to the Ava, back for some more for some more drinking in the hotel. Oh, oh. someone's taking off their pants and POV, <laughs> having a shower. Oh, wow. Just oh, destroying just the shower. Roosting it. Oh, having the, having the bower, the beer shower. All over the lens. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I love the pace of this. It's great. Yeah. Kurt, or, uh, Dylan just cut it so well. He did a really good Sushiville. Job. And now we're at Sushi Village, still POV. Hey, oh, I made that? a little cameo there. Oh, yeah. I went insane. Jesus. Was I wearing so a wait, Cat City Were you shirt? guys method acting at this point? Is this method? Like, <laughs> yeah, so now we're drinking like we were, uh, shots on fire. <laughs> oh, that, you can't do that anymore. You can't do that joke anymore. <laughs> well, you can get slapped and water poured on. You can do that. Yeah. Was it this that was going <laughs> Yeah. Oh, now you're riding home drunk or someone's riding home drunk and crash into the forest. Yeah. 3 a.m. in Whistler. Oh, and there I am there again. Oh, yeah. You getting royalties for that, yeah? Uh, no, I haven't seen a cent, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Just get those nice comments from young fellas in the bike park. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, it's still going, eh? So now you're f- pissed off with the t- with the tools. You're just having the worst time. You're buying a tube that costs five hundred dollars yeah. in the Garbanzo Bike and Bean. <laughs> I keep saying you, but it's not even you. No, it, that's that's still still the whole time with the POV. I totally forgot how long this part was as well. Yeah, and now and, you're in it. Yeah, riding. yeah. Now it's the boys. 
<laughs> and look at the bikes. They're all so cool. Yeah. Like and you guys were kind of coordinated. It seemed like, well, we, yeah, we'd get a bunch of vinyl and choose a color and make sure that none of us had the same looking one. Cause we wanted to keep things looking individually unique with everything that we we're doing. Yeah. Oh my we God. Just, that was so those. scary. <laughs> the whips. <laughs> it's insane. Dave, uh, can you name this trail? Is it a line? No. Is it B line? No. Come on, third time. I'll give you a hint. It's in this room. Yeah, I was just gonna say, dirt merchant. Yeah, yeah nailed it. There you go. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, this is great. What What do you What's What are you most proud of, like uh, film wise? What? It's uh, I think just like everything that that has been done over the years. It's been um, like I'm. I don't know which one I'm most proud of. Probably actually the segment in this movie in the interior because I did a lot of moves that I'd really wanted to do that I'd never done before, like backflip over a step down. Um, I practiced that a bunch before we went out and did that. Um, so I think that this segment in this movie is one of the, the segments I'm most proud of, but I feel like I still want to make a video. It's still yet to come. Even though I'm almost 40, I still want to make the video that kind of defines me as, as like what mountain biking has been to me, like how, how I've always like viewed it and like the riding. I still want to get something across where I can, if someone's like, what's mountain biking to you? I can show them the video. Hmm. You're like Matthew McConaughey in his Oscar speech when he's like, <laughs> my heroes meet 10 years from now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not done yet. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just hard to do that because life yeah, life, life's life's a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is that Forrest Gump? Uh, some sort of. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yes. Mm. Yes. Should we play a little game? Mm -hmm. I'd love to play a game. Norbs, right. Norby, like as they call him. Would you like to play a game? Is it the speech jammer? No, it's not the speech jammer. <laughs> okay. Hey, wait a second. You said you listened to the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> no, the speech I, jammer would be much better. We did that. We, right? we were doing that when we were saying here the Ava doing <laughs> shooting the, the segment and that was insane. Oh my god. That's how long ago it was. That yeah. was like the YouTube Space LA times because yeah. that's when we'd first discovered the uh, speech jammer. Yeah, then I threw it together in the hotel room, and that was the best. Yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> and sadly, it's not. That would be much better. It's definitely not the game. Uh, well, the game we do have is called This or, or that. that, where you guess, Kyle Norbrand, picks between two answers, this or that. Yeah, there you go. Okay, well, yeah. okay do you yeah. understand, do you understand yeah. the rules? Okay, this or that. Yeah. Okay, uh, I will play the music. Question one, photo shoot or video shoot? Video shoot. Oh, nice. Question two. No one ever says that. Monkey wearing a hat or donkey wearing a tie? Donkey wearing a tie. Oh, oh no one ever says that. <laughs> riding in the forest or riding in the desert? Riding in the desert. Piss a marble or poop a baseball? Oof, poop a baseball. <laughs> <laughs> 360 drop or flip step down? Oh, flip step down. Prince George or Sunshine Coast? Sunshine Coast. Jumps or steeps? Steeps. Power loam? Loam. Mud in the eye or rock in the shoe? Mud in the shoe. Oh. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you this or that is. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Whatever. Sunrise or sunset? Sunset. Garfinkels or Longhorn? Longhorn. Dick-sized nipples or nipple-sized dick? <laughs> <laughs> Your mom's not listening to this. Nipple-sized dick. Oh, okay. What? 
<laughs> so you're done having children. <laughs> uh, rollerbladers or scooters? Oh, scooters. Mr. PG or Final Cut Bro? <laughs> Final Cut Bro. No, thank God. Spaghetti for hair or ketchup for tears? <laughs> ketchup for tears. 29 inch or mullet? Mullet. Going raw or more roost? Ooh, more roost. <laughs> 420 or 69? <laughs> 69. <laughs> flat tire or getting electrocuted? Uh, flat tire. <laughs> uh, rampage or Chattel Mountain style? Ooh, rampage. And finally, riding fast or eating ass? <laughs> <laughs> riding fast. Holy oh, smokes, that was rated. Yeah. That was rated PG. <laughs> <laughs> Holy man. Oh, Wait, sorry. we never even talked about the PG thing, the PG man, right? What do you mean? Did we ever, we never pulled up the PG man. P- pull him up. And, and <laughs> oh, Dave, yeah, it was Dave's fun fact. Yeah, Dave had a fun fact. Yeah, we were, we're just blasting too fast ahead. <laughs> Norbs, can you tell us what Mr. PG is? I can tell you what it is. No, no, no let, let, let Norbs <laughs> tell us, and then you say the fun fact. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Mr. PG is like uh, Prince George's. No, 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 don't Google it, don't YouTube it. Sorry. It's on a video. <laughs> Sorry, go on, Norbs. I, well, Mr. PG is Prince George's, like, mascot. Like, his, uh, like right when you roll into town, there's this giant Logman statue. It's this is what represents Prince George. <laughs> it's, like, the the, the, uh, the most famous landmark, I'm guessing. Yeah, it's, like, PG's uh, landmark. There it is. Oh, look and at all, What an ugly... He's huge. What is... This is so... Like, what do you think? Ugly? Does it look cool? It is it cool. wholesome? It, it's funny. It's funny because I grew up... Driving past this and seeing it, you know, every other day. Actually, you can almost see, I live right below where the flagpole is pointing, but at those hills. That's <laughs> no like way. where I started mountain biking. <laughs> oh, wow. That's so funny. Um, yeah, it's kind of, he, uh, he just represents Prince George as like the logging town industry that it is. Well, it looks like he said, come to Prince George. It's a great place to live. And then his nose grew. <laughs> <laughs> It was with the long nose. Accurate. <laughs> yeah. Real. It's a big piece of firewood. Oh, okay. Nokia energy. All right. So, uh, do you still have a fun fact, or I did mean, he? <laughs> what were you gonna say? Mr. PG, the iconic statue in Prince George, was originally constructed as a symbol for the city's participation in the 1963 Canada-wide centennial celebrations. Okay. The statue was built in just four days and was initially made of wood and paper mache. <laughs> However, after its debut, Mr. PG became so beloved by the community that a more permanent and sturdier version was made using fiberglass. Wow. So what's the joke? Paper, ma- <laughs> <laughs> paper mache, huh? Mm-hmm. Wow. So this, I think, is the paper mache version. What? That's a terrifying that, Mr. Yeah, PG. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't even have a flag. Yeah, he looks pretty scary. Are <laughs> uh, what do you call the people who live in Prince George? Prince Georgians? Sounds Georges? Right. Just Georges? Prince Georgians? Georgites? Georgites? Georgites. <laughs> uh, are they proud of this this thing? Or they think it's ugly. It's Is there like great. a petition to get this out of there or what? Chop down, turn into firewood? Mm, I don't know. I, I think people love it. I think that the town loves it. I've never heard anyone, uh, you know, say that they don't like it. or I've never heard anyone say that they think it's ugly until now until you like i don't know we just lost all our prince i don't know anything about prince george but i know 
this image. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good it's, marketing. It's something. That's yeah, great. Quite iconic. Yeah, it's great. That's great. Yeah. Uh, as we wrap up here, I uh, wanted to ask you a quick question. Have you ever smelled smelling salts? Uh, <laughs> mm, I'd have to say probably no. You want to give it a whiff? I'll, I'll give it a whiff first. It's not it's like a, it's smelling like sobby, and, and maybe Do you uh, have to re-add water to it, though? I don't know. No. No, no, I don't think so. no, you don't. No. Are you going to make me would you like? Would you like to smell it? <laughs> okay, so just kind of. Like how close? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Was it as bad as last time? Yeah, thing? just slowly, slowly, slowly. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Dave, Jason, you need a whiff? No. Come on, just take a little hit. Take a little hit. Nah, I'm good. It smells like uh, hair dye. I, like if you get your hair bleached. Yeah. Or you just die. No. Oh, he's crying. Or just crying on the pod. It's okay, man. It's a little silver. I swear to God. I was robbed. <laughs> you want a sandwich? Hockey smells top. Oh, wow. Yeah, take a sandwich. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of the pod. <laughs> Oh God, don't put it in your mouth, Norms. <laughs> Got robbed of a sandwich. Hmm? Is this my souvenir? That, yeah, that's, yeah. That you have to give back. Yeah, you, it's your souvenir for the next two minutes. <laughs> yeah, thanks, guys. That's it, man. Anything you want to promote or how can people find you? Um, I think just catch me on Instagram, Connor Ren. <laughs> yep. Watch the sickest set ever. Yeah, watch the sickest set ever. Watch, buy the movies, watch the Coastal Crew. Yeah. Do the deep dive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Go go into the archives. Go go back to to twenty ten and start there because that's that's where the quality is. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for always being such a friendly, warm guy. Uh, you know, we we were like true groms when we first met. Mm-hmm. You know, totally. And you guys op- uh, welcomed us with open arms, and uh, I mean, to the point where you let us direct a segment of your film of your movie. Yeah, you guys put a lot of trust in us, so it's it's really cool. Well, we we sniffed out the talent. <laughs> and, the, and the smelling salts. And the smell. <laughs> <laughs> just cuts you. Um, yeah, no, thanks for having me, guys. It's an honor to be here. My first podcast. and uh, Number one feeding off each other podcast in the world. Mm-hmm. It's true. Mm-hmm. It is. Yep. <laughs> oh, hey, play that sound, sound bite feeding one more time. Feeding off each other. Can you name that clip? Feeding off each other. Come on. Oh, that's Matt Hunter, yeah. In, uh, it was probably like Seasons or something. Yeah, yeah, it was. There you go. Ding, 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 ding. That's so good. All right, that has been another episode of Feeding Off Each Other. Um, leave us a review. Leave us a speak pipe. Norbs, leave us a voicemail if you're feeling up to it. We would love that so much. All you do is you go to speakpipe.com slash feeding off each other, and you just hit a button and record. And if you mess it up, you can try again. Okay. But leave us something, <laughs> leave us something silly. I, we, it, we, it would make us so happy. Nice. Even if you just laughed for like 30 seconds, that would, okay. that would be great. Yeah. It's nothing but laughs. Love it. That'd be awesome. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I'll do that. And that's it. That's it. Another day, another podcast, boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks, guys. All right. You well. freaking Joey's. Let's get out of here. Let's go to the bike park. Let's take Dave go to the bike park. Go Let's go talk about this. Let's make a plan. <laughs> All right. And as always. We definitely, definitely fed off each other. Thank you for listening to Feeding Off Each Other. Please subscribe for more great podcasts. <laughs>